0: What do you get when you mix two opinionated, honest to a fault, abrasive, yet considerate, say what you want to say, funny women? Well, you get this podcast. We're bossy and we're best friends. So welcome to the Bossy Besties Podcast.
1: All right. So how was your day today?
0: My day was good. I'm like crashing because I got up early. I got up at like quarter after six this morning, which is, I mean, it's not generally early for most people, but I've been sleeping in because I'm uh, without gainful employment. I believe that's how you prefer that we say it, not unemployed. <laughs> it's jobless. <laughs> I, I got suffer up. from joblessness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I got up and I went and played pickleball because I haven't played in like two months and that was something that I used to do like every day and it felt really good. It felt really, really good to like get out and you know, I was like in my lemon zesty mood for the last couple months and I'm like all right, you know I went yesterday and I bought a new paddle and uh, I'm like I'm gonna get out there and I'm gonna do it and it it felt so I mean I was like just breathing like a woman in labor because I hadn't (laughs) done it in so long (laughs) but it was good it was you know the sunshine and that you know burst of serotonin was it was a good thing first in the morning but now I'm like crashing and burning I'm like oh I need a nap (laughs) I'm like a big baby.
1: Well, I mean, you do have those older kids where the opportunity is there. You could oh, take a yeah. good nap.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I just tell them I'm going to watch a movie with them and they get excited. So then we just all lay on the couch and then I go to sleep.
1: And that will be the running joke for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because <laughs> exactly. Rich already sends me like Snapchats. So you snoring with one hand holding her head up. Yeah. Next, it's going to be your kids like, Aunt Brit. Look at this you on mom's face today <laughs> oh yeah
0: that used to i mean even to this day like the warmth of a like a child snuggled up to you is like just instant uh out of van like <laughs> minus the you know driving while you're asleep thing
1: right I um can't talk any crap you know this like I I mean I'm no good after 9 p.m like, yeah yeah <laughs> If you want to start watching a movie, it needs to be started before 9.30. Because if we go after 9.30, I'm not making it to the end.
0: Oh, yeah. It definitely has to be daylight.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm like, uh, you want the theater experience where I'm snoring? Or do you want to leave that light on in the room? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, and I know frequently that, um, engage
0: with me throughout it. Talk about it. Keep me on my toes. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, I'll just get pissed off. And I'm like, um, I told you I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> just watch it okay i'll watch it by myself or i'll never see it you can just tell me what happened i don't care yeah (laughs) i don't need to see this i didn't pick this does ron Ron gets agitated by it um you know not not particularly anymore he used to uh be like yo like stop (laughs) and now he's just like should we should we pause it there's an hour left and I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to make it. Yeah. He's he's gotten really accommodating. like.
0: Yeah, Rich is the same way. Rich is the same way. He's like, he Do you, to- should
1: I finish it or did you want to watch it tomorrow? And I'm like, you can go ahead. Yeah,
0: I really wasn't that interested anyways to begin with. You can just tell me how it ends tomorrow.
1: Right. Or, you know, it's like a really good movie if I stayed awake for the whole thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like, I I think like one of the last movies I watched, it was like so good that I watched like so late at night was like Uncut Gems. But mm. it, it caused me to have like a heart issue. Well, that's what I was gonna
0: say you I don't think you can fall asleep. like it, that movie gave me so much anxiety watching it. I was just like, I can't i I was like just all over the place with like, I can't what are you why are you doing this? What are you doing? Oh my god, this is that's another bad decision. like just on the mm-hmm. edge of my seat the whole time.
1: Oh, the edge of your seat! I wasn't even in my seat. I was pausing it so I could pace around for a few minutes to get some of my nervous energy out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Rich is like, "It's so good." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's terrible." He's mm-hmm. like, "No, it's good. It's." Good. I'm like, "Yeah. I mean, I guess it's good, but it's stressing me the f out." <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Exactly.
1: And that's how I felt the entire movie, like up until the credits rolled. I was like, Ugh. "Oh yeah." Um, but okay, so I know that you came with some entertainment conversation, and I only have um, entertainment conversation that I watched a movie, Jojo Rabbit.
0: Um, yeah, who is in that? I saw you talking about that in the group chat the other day, because I feel like I've seen maybe the cover work for it. Like Scarlett Johansson's the mom. Okay.
1: Um, and it is about this kid, Jojo, and he is a German kid, and he goes, like, Nazi camp and stuff during the World War II, and it, the beginning is, like, so funny, like, the Hitler, um, I, I'm terrible with names, it's the guy who directed also played Hitler, I believe. Um, Amy mentioned him in the group chat, because she was like, hey, he has these other movies, which I'm gonna look up, but, um. Oh, it it was the guy
0: who did, like, Ragnarok, and.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's a real unique name. Um. But he, so the Hitler character is like hilarious. It's like his imaginary friend slash his other side of his inside personality that he can't show. Um, and it's really, really funny in the beginning because it's just like this is so ridiculous. Rebel Wilson's in it also. And um, it gets, it takes a turn halfway through the movie and gets like very much not funny. Oh, um,
0: uh, Okay. But like, it still has, like, light Like, not, not good, just not... It's not no longer a comedy, like, halfway through. Correct. Like,
1: the movie okay. is excellent. Okay. Like, I recommend it to everyone. I had messaged a group when we were, like, in the funny part, and I kid you not, like, ten minutes later, it was like, this is not funny. This got very much not funny.
0: <laughs> I just looked up, like, the cast, and uh, uh, Sam Rockwell's in it, Alfie Allen, that was a uh, dude from Game of Thrones. He was yeah. Uh, reek... And then, so the Adolf Hitler, it's T- Taika Watiti. Yes. Taika Waititi. I'm probably not saying that right.
1: I yeah, That's why I said a real unique name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he played Hitler, right?
0: Yes, yes. Okay, and
1: he is also, like, the director, or whatever. It's one of his films.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And so I guess he has a couple other ones that are notable.
0: Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm sh- it's showing, like, he worked on The Mandalorian. Um... He's on the new Thor Love and Thunder. New Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. This guy is... He's decorated. He's got some really good stuff under his belt, it looks like. Green Lantern. Avengers Endgame. Yeah. This guy. What we do in the shadows. That was the other thing Amy was talking about.
1: Yeah. um,
0: Which is hilarious.
1: I'll need to definitely check that out. And, you know, it's... Not a new movie, but it's on... It's available on HBO right now. You can get HBO Max through any of your friends (laughs) with a (laughs) subscription. But it came out to HBO within the summer during all of this going on. Okay. And it is definitely worth a watch. And it's funny to bring up these things. It's like, oh, it's not like new, but it's new to whoever didn't see it. And it's available in your house right now. So check it out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And all we have is time. So...
1: (laughs) Yeah. And um, Amazon Fire Stick... Uh, needs to get their life together because they do not support HBO Max because they haven't come to an agreement about, like, you know, monies. So I did that the other
0: day. I was trying to download... There was some sort of app I was trying to get. Oh, maybe it was... Was it Comedy Central or Adult Swim? Maybe Adult Swim. I was trying to get the Adult Swim app, maybe, and they don't have an agreement with Comcast, with Xfinity. So I couldn't, like, use my cable login for that. Mm. Because it's, like, you know, a lot of these shows that we used to watch, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and then Comedy Central has their own app now. But here's my thing that kind of chaps my ass, like, you know, in the age of ever-growing content and everything – you know, it used to be you could go on demand if you had cable and watch any show, any episode, you know, back to whatever. Now, you know, like CBS started their own, you know, you can't watch their stuff on demand and you can't even get their stuff on any of the other streaming services. You have to download
1: their app, CBS Exclusive or and, whatever.
0: Or C- All Access or whatever. Yeah. You have to pay for it. And... um like we wanted to watch like this old episode like we wanted to go back and watch old episodes like Boondocks and uh do you remember that cartoon drawn together?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> the opposite of appropriate for any age.
0: Oh, it was so disgustingly raunchy and we loved it. So the we were Betty like, Betty Boop
1: character like- I remember like vividly.
0: Oh my god, I know. Yeah. And then the there was like the the foxy Mm -hmm. character and like the one that was supposed to be like spongebob and oh my god it was just so funny but it was like wildly inappropriate but we wanted to watch it and you couldn't it's like if you downloaded the comedy central app you could watch like maybe three episodes of it like they were just like random ones that they like made available on their app yeah like it's just so irritating
1: we're in a world where everything should be available to you all of the time. And I remember talking in like the 10th grade, I was in like a TV class and, you know, my teacher was like, yeah, at some point you'll just be able to buy the entire season of Friends before it even like comes out on TV. And we're not at that point, we're, but we're at that point in between it. We're like, if you have Netflix, the whole season comes out at once or if you pay for CBS, you can watch stuff now that was over the airwaves for free, and we yeah. were paying for it. I don't well, know. I, mean, I just feel like we had high a- hopes for the future that we're currently living in. <laughs> well, and we're it's just like such a- what? I mean, we dropped the ball.
0: Yeah, but also like realistically, like what a whiner I am. Like you know, like I, with all the masses of content that's available, I'm like, Ooh, I can't see my favorite show from. 15 years ago and like
1: water just comes through like my house and many many places no big deal
0: <laughs> yeah i mean once i mean once upon a time like if you missed it like on thursday night at eight o'clock when it premiered you weren't ever gonna see it again Like right <laughs> that was like if it. you
1: missed third rock from the sun's 3d debut show <laughs> and you didn't go to the local cigarette shop to get your 3d glasses you weren't seeing that again <laughs> It was snowing in your bedroom from eight thirty to nine. From a son, that was a good show. That was like a monumental thing for me—not the show itself. I mean, it was good, but that three D episode like just blew my mind. I was like, "They're putting this in my house on the TV I watch all the time." Like. I was like, we need more of these glasses. What kind of witchcraft is this? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, I sent you witchcraft last night because I wanted to get on HBO. And I promise you, when you were out of town, I got on there and it was like, oh, you have to set up your account with your email address and we'll send you a confirmation. I was like, well, I can't do that. Um, I mean, I could, but then like, now you can't get your own stuff. And then you were like, uh, I just like hit the button that I had like cable. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, I just
0: downloaded the app and it was like, what's your cable provider? And I hit Xfinity and then it asked my like Xfinity login information. And then it it asked for my email, but it was like, it didn't send an email or anything. It was just like, okay, you're good to go. You were like, "Uh, that's horseshit. I could have been watching this for like a week already.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got the uh, free trial for HBO for Prime, which like now I'm like, I don't know, should I just pay the 15 bucks so I can like watch it on my TV and I'll have to like plug my laptop into an HDMI cord. Because, you know, Fire Stick is being heathens. <laughs> or I mean HBO, whoever. I think it's really HBO though. Like well, we already we already had HBO, HBO.
0: It's it's definitely the the networks because that's what I was like pissed at. and like we discussed about me saying I wanted to cancel my subscription is because, you know, we back in the day when we got cable, it was like, okay, we wanted like the Every channel. We wanted all the channels you could get, right? Because we had three tidy babes and it was like, we don't go anywhere. We can't do anything. We, you know, we're not going on date nights or whatever. So this will be like our splurge. So we have like all the content. And that was all of the channels that included HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, Stars, you know, all of everything that was, you know, exclusive content at the time. And then slowly as the years went by in the last Mm, I'd probably say in the last two years, maybe three years, they started dropping channels one by one. Like uh, we, we first, we lost Cinemax and then it was like, Oh, well, you don't have Cinemax anymore, but we'll give you this channel called hits. But it, it's like a crap channel. That's, there's nothing on it. It's not like live. It's all just on demand old movies Mm. And I was like, okay, well, this is like a shitty replacement. And then they took away stars, and they were like, oh, well, you don't have stars anymore, but we'll give you epics now. And Nobody I'm like, wants that? Yeah, I'm like, and now there was a good show on epics that I liked called um, The Godfather of Harlem with Forrest Whitaker, which is really good. And I think the second season should probably be coming out soon, but i'm like one one tv show on this channel doesn't make up for all the shows i was watching on stars that i just lost so i had called to like complain because remember back in the day you could like call and bitch about your cable bill and they'd be like oh it's fine like we'll give you everything for thirty dollars a month just
1: we have an introductory rate that's available surprisingly right now today
0: exactly exactly it ain't that way no more <laughs> Oh no. No, no. Now you call and you complain and they're like, Yeah, we don't know what to tell you. Like that's just the deal that we have with these networks and they no longer they raise their rates so we can no longer offer them to you at that price. And I'm like, Well that is horseshit. Uh, Like I'm I'm not you know, three hundred and seventeen dollars a month you get, I'm not giving you more than that. Like And that's so crazy
1: to me. Three hundred and seventeen dollars like Uh, I remember coming home from college and my parents were paying like a buck fifty for their cable internet and you know landline or whatever and I was like that's insane yeah. and I got their bill like down to like 115 by the time I got off the phone I was like we're gonna fix that and that'll be my rent okay I'm, I'm just gonna yeah. swindle this cable company for you all yeah. um, and they had like plenty of channels i I mean not every single like i feel like when you click your clicker nothing says like not available with the subscription like you have everything that's available through clicker but 300 and some dollars like i mean granted
0: that includes like the house phone which costs you know next to nothing and the internet and that even when still like so we get like 300 what is it like b bps or bmps? However, whatever the roadrunner fastness, yeah, whatever the acronym for that is, but mm-hmm. um, and that's not even like the fastest you can get, that's like middle of the road. So, when I called them and I was like, okay, well, let me just what would it cost me to just have like the regular inter- internet speed that I have now and get rid of the cable and the phone? And they're like, yeah, like after taxes and everything, it's you're still looking at like 115 bucks a month. I'm like, this is like robbery. Oh, yeah, we pay 70 something for just the
1: internet, I think.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. And there's not really any other option. The, there is another option. It's a company called Windstream, but they're garbage. And I looked into it and all of like the people that are like live in our community always talk about how it just goes out for like days at a time and they'll be like, "Yeah, we'll fix it." And then they don't fix it or they fix it and it works for a day and then it doesn't work. I'm like, "That's not an option."
1: It's because you're stuck with them, so you they can do whatever they want. Like, yeah. oh, we can't get anybody out there today, and you can't really make a fuss.
0: Right. Now, at the job that I used to have, we had them, but in the last couple years, they had put a new, like, a brand-new connector box, like, on the lines or whatever. You know, like, they had spent some money to upgrade in that area, and then we had, like, the business class speed and whatever. So I didn't have any problems with them, but all the residential customers – do nothing but complain about it.
1: Yeah, I will say the one thing with Armstrong because that's who we have out here. They have been um, very good about getting out here when there's been an issue. Because there was a time where we're like, it was like we didn't have internet. Like, because you know when you have Wi-Fi and it's your own like, um, what is it called a modem? Yeah, Wi-Fi, whatever. Yeah, um, it will show up on your phone. Like, yeah, you're connected to Wi-Fi, but you have no internet connection. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, so the router isn't working, but my, like, Wi-Fi modem is working? Okay. So the box got fried on the line, and they came out and they replaced it and everything, and then our new tenant just got internet put in up there, and I, like, caught the guy outside. I was like, hey, sorry to bother you. I, like, own the place. Uh, We have a crap ton of wires all over our building here. (laughs) and. We only have internet, and that guy just got internet, so... He was like, yeah, like, these 36 wires over here were from, like, an old, uh, satellite, so you can just get rid of all those. I was oh, like, nice. Nice. We're, we're about to get real, uh, sightly, because currently we're unsightly. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the opposite of unsightly? Sorry. Like, I don't know. Right. It's, it's looksy. Now you can look-see it.
0: <laughs> looksy. Right.
1: Brain Visually fried. Visually
0: pleasing.
1: Like, So, um, I talked about the Jojo Rabbit, because that was, like, kind of all I really... I I lied. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Um, Liar. (laughs) One other thing, I watched that Ford vs. Ferrari movie.
0: Oh, we watched it a couple weeks ago, too. That wasn't bad.
1: I thought it was so good, and I'm still really, really mad. Like, (laughs) I'm still holding on to, like, a lot of anger right now in that movie. And can you imagine why I'd be mad right now?
0: Um... No. Um,
1: Because that dude didn't get punched in the face at all.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, I was like, oh, I used to love you when I was younger on Sweet Home Alabama. Now I wish you would get punched <laughs> in the face and possibly be the guy that died in a car wreck.
0: <laughs> he was the worst. His, like, director of operations for Ford or whatever his <laughs> position was, he was so annoying.
1: I was so PO'd. And I was like, I guess this is the part where you find out, like, if you're a good person or not even like it makes you a bad person but like are you a person of compromise or not and I found out like I'm not <laughs> like I'm not a person of compromise like you know I thought I am a compromiser but like if I've like earned something I'm not trying to like throw some credit to somebody else also yeah like no I'm like oh that's so cool you came in second I'm proud of you I'm so glad that like you know you didn't beat me but also like we're good enough to be second <laughs> like and I mean, you can, this is like history, it's not, um, like I'm ruining, a, ruining the movie particularly because you can like, find it out by anybody, but like, yeah. when that all happened and then they passed him by and I was like, what? I know. I, oh, yeah, was, I felt like so yeah. many Emotion. rage emotions. Like, mm-hmm. I heard my grandmother's voice like, why are you so filled with rage? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, because of stuff like this. <laughs> No, that was good. I mean, any, honestly, like, Christian Bale is such a great actor. I know there was, like, a lot of controversy with him years ago um, with him, like, flipping out on, like, a PA or something. But I think that has something a lot to do with the fact that he's, like, a method actor and yeah. gets into, like, the character roles that he plays. And honestly, anything that Christian Bale does, I always find to be just fascinating because of how he gets into those roles. Like, we, we watched Vice not long ago which was long ago. I had been wanting to watch it, and I just didn't get around to it. it. was that movie where he played Dick Cheney.
1: Oh, I didn't get to see that either.
0: Oh, my. It is phenomenal. And it will also enrage you. Will it? Yeah, because it's, you know, it's basically about how, you know, Dick Cheney ran the GW presidency, you know? Oh. And it shows you, like, his history in politics, like, where he started at, And how he moved through the ranks, like, it actually starts, like, when he's, like, a young, like, fuck-up kid, and, like, out of control, and then he gets married, and his, like, real religious wife, like, reels him in, and gets him into politics, and how he just turns that into, like, this, you know, multi-billion dollar job for himself, and is just screwing people over left and right. Oh, so
1: what we already thought was happening
0: well yeah but it it was just like a lot of details that i didn't know that was really because i didn't really know much about his past political experience you know like he you know it wanted to run for president but he just didn't have the numbers and you know he had worked in different offices and fields and things and been exiled and then come back like with the nixon era and so it was, it was very informative. Christian Bale is phenomenal. You forget that it's him while you're watching him the whole movie. But it's really, really interesting. It's a really good movie. It's well done. Sam Rockwell is amazing as GW. He, he just knocks it out of the park. It's so good.
1: Awesome. I definitely will put that on my list because I'm going on vacation and I'm hoping to get some alone time. And so maybe some of that after pool before the nap will be a movie.
0: Yeah, Yeah. there you go. Well, I also started watching this show on Netflix the other day. It was called... We're Not Happy. That's not what the show's called, but Vivian's Not Happy. Um...
1: (laughs) That should be the name of our movie that we should have. (laughs) We should just have people follow us around and call. We're not happy. (laughs) The story of joblessness and a pandemic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but the show I started watching on Netflix is called Love on the or, yeah, Love on the Spectrum. Okay, And I put it on my queue a while back when it first came out. and But I didn't kind of get around to watching it because as a parent of a child on the spectrum, my son has Asperger's, obviously, as you know. Um, I wasn't sure if this was something that was going to make me sad. You mm. know, like, I wasn't sure if it was, like, going to be like, oh, here's the hopelessness that is dating, you know, on the autism spectrum. But it is... Actually, the exact opposite. It is like, it is like a breath of fresh air. It is not only like really sweet and heartwarming, but it is also hilarious and some not hilarious in like you're making fun of the uh, you know these people, but hilarious in the fact that there are a lot of traits that people with autism or on the autism spectrum could. You know, teach us how to behave a little more, like <laughs> because it's incredible. They go on these dates and they sit down and like they go right at it, like in like it's so honest. Like they're like, uh, so do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? What kind of things are you into? Nah, I don't really like that. It's not my favorite thing to do. I'm not really into it. And like, <laughs> like they'll they'll like ask them. Like, um, when they're trying to set them up or whatever, they're like, you know, what kind of person are you looking for? And they're like, well, the one guy, he's amazing. He's like, you know, like, no, I don't want somebody who's too pretty, and I definitely don't want somebody who's ugly. So I'm looking for somebody who's like 50 50, you know, pretty <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like, like, this is this amazing honesty. Like, they just, they know what they want, and, and they, and, like, it's so funny because, like, some of the dates, like, they'd be, like, they'd wrap up the first date short. They'd be like, hey, you know what? This was fun, but uh, I don't really see this going anywhere. So maybe we'll just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> like it's. I mean, cool. I get that. Like,
1: like it's I, amazing. I get that.
0: It cuts out all the extra steps, like, the bullshit to, like, the second date that you're really probably not that interested in. Like, it's so good. They, I mean, and they even kind of discuss, like, um... Like they lightly touch on like fetishes and things like, well, maybe not exactly fetishes, but like, oh, I like kissing, like, um, or I'm not, I'm not into sex right now, or, you know, I am looking for sex, you know, they, they're just, and I'm like, I'm like, isn't that like, can you imagine just be that, just that level of honesty when you meet somebody like, hey, this is what I'm into. Are you into that? Are you cool that I'm into that? Like, whatever it may be. But it's so funny, like, the one guy was like, oh, I'm into comic books and uh, manga and, you know, and and she was like, I'm not, she's like, that's not my favorite thing. She's like, I'm more into video games. So, like, when he did, like, a side interview, he went to the restroom and he he was like, she doesn't really like cartoons or or comic books. And then she's yelling from a table across the restaurant going, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't (laughs) say I didn't like them. I just said I like video games more.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it! I yeah. love it! I love it!
0: And the, you know what's incredible is that the 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 show makers are so incredibly patient and caring with these people. They do not push them. Like if they notice that like they're getting, you know, overwhelmed or anxious or overstimulated, like you could like they don't have any qualms with like hearing like the cameraman or the producer, or whoever is saying, Hey, do you need a minute? You want to step away? You know, like they don't, if they get, you know, aggressive or in like not wanting to answer questions or anything, they're just like, okay, Hey, we, we'll film another day. We'll do this another time. Like
1: they it's awesome.
0: It's incredible. Like That's it is, awesome. It is I, so, so cool.
1: I, I do want to check this out. Um, I just heard about it whenever you had made it on a show note and I had questioned a friend. I was like, what? I thought when I might have been talking about like love on the spectrum, you know, because like Rich has some tendencies and whatever. But when you had written that, I was like, oh yeah, she's gonna be talking about like something in a relationship. And then I heard it was a show, and I was like, oh, I should have checked that out, but I didn't even bother to Google it. I was just like, I made up my own assumptions on that. <laughs>
0: Um, The the cool thing, too, was that they they had two couples on there that are currently in relationships. So, like, where you were seeing, like, some of, like, the dates failing and they were, you know, continuing to meet other people, there was two successful relationships on the show as well, showing you, like, no, these ones may not have found somebody yet, but, you know, these individuals are in, you know, like, happy, healthy relationships. They're living together. They're engaged, you know. So they're, like – not all hope is lost like it is it is definitely possible
1: yeah and that's cool when you said the thing uh, about they you know you you can skip the second date because you're just like yeah i don't really like you like that but we can be friends mm-hmm. i was like that was me and ron's second date <laughs> 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 our first date was like a meet and greet at like a bar and then the next time we hung out like, after we, like, you know, spent some time, like, I think we watched some shows and got some food or something, I was just like, I don't, I don't think I'm feeling this. Yeah. he was like, me either, I don't think so either. I was like, cool, like, you're fun to hang out with, but, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, touch your hand or kiss you or anything, I'm done here.
0: Yeah, you're like, I don't think I want to pursue this romantically.
1: Yeah, and it was cool, it was way cool, and then, you know, like, after a weird couple of years of like, maybe I do, maybe I don't. Oh, we'll be friends with benefits. And then all of a sudden we're like, you want to be dating now? Okay. <laughs> like.
0: I would say so, the only thing that I would change about the show is though that they only hook them up with other people on the spectrum.
1: Which I think that blended relationships are sometimes most successful
0: Right, because, you know, like, a, I guess you don't Office you don't is say a track n- type deal. Yeah, well, you don't... Because it's not correct to say normal. Uh, a neurotypical. A neurotypical individual um, and an atypical individual, you know, somebody on the spectrum, can work really well together. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't... So I think that them kind of putting them in that box of you're only going to be able to successfully date somebody else who is on the spectrum kind of missed the mark on that. But uh, you yeah. know, there's you're always, like sho- yeah.
1: you're shoehorning them into a scenario.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I will check out the show though. I'm interested. I yeah, did finally Netflix. check out that show that you told me about upload.
0: Oh yeah. I haven't, I need, you know what? I never finished it. I need to finish it. I did you watch? Did you binge the whole thing?
1: No, Ron and I put it on the other night, and we watched one episode, and we both really enjoyed it because it's not it's not often that it's something that we're both going to watch. If it's like a different kind of show, whether it's a cheeky ro- rom com or whatever, like yeah, he'll sit through it, or I'll sit through you know that black and white documentary about D <laughs> Day. Do dumb shit. Um <laughs> <laughs> But no, we both genuinely enjoyed it. Like it was it was funny, it was interesting, it was thought provoking, and it was just kind of mindless at the same time.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You didn't have to get too involved in it to enjoy it and yeah. No, I, yeah, I really liked it. And I don't I don't know why we haven't spun back around and finished it. Like I said, I think we watched a majority of the whole season, but I thought I thought it was great. Just the concept of you know, like, this eternal life in, like, a digital world was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and scary.
0: Yeah, and scary. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. yeah, I, um. so I watched, I told, we talked about this show before, and I brought it up saying I wanted to watch it, it was called, and it's called Outcry on Showtime, and okay. it's the documentary about the high school football player that was put in jail and accused of sexually molesting uh, two little boys. And I finished it and there was lots of tears and lots of anger. And I was just totally like enthralled in it for two days, trying to get through it because I was just flabbergasted by it. Mm -hmm. So, This kid is, like, this, you know, he's got a full scholarship going into his senior year uh, to University of Texas something-something. It was one of, like, the satellite schools, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. UT something or other. But in any case, uh, great football player. You know how football in Texas is. It's like
1: Friday Night Lights, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that I and I think actually in the show one of the people said like the way your priorities in Texas go were like God, football and family.
1: <laughs> I think they um, say that in Varsity Blues.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's I think been that's a long a time since I've seen Blues. that movie. Um but so he his parents were both sick when he was in high school. And so they had to move and in order for him to finish out his senior year at the school that he was at. Um, another family had to take him in and let him live with them so he could finish, you know, he could stay in the district. Well, the woman um, ran a daycare out of her house, and this kid was, like, working out all the time and, you know, working a job and, you know, getting ready for the new season, and he's got this scholarship, full scholarship under his belt, like, just ready to, like, take on the world. And... One kid comes forward and accuses him... Well, says he was molested. And when they... So the reason it's called outcry, I guess that's what they call in the police world what that child's first moment is to express that something happened to them. They call that the outcry. Okay. So... They interview this kid, and they've now he's been interviewed a couple times before this, like before it was re- recorded. And he just kept saying, uh, when they recorded, like it was Mr. Greg. Well, come, you know, so then they can't really ruin make anything. it,
1: just ruin it.
0: Okay, so <laughs> they can't. Like, really, get there's no factual evidence that they're they can prove now at this point, you know, other than what this kid is saying. And so, it, like, you come to find out that the detective goes and calls, they put it, they go out to all the other families. Like, if anybody else has heard anything or their kids are saying anything, like, please come forward. Nobody does. So, nobody comes forward, nobody comes forward. So, then the detective just like picks out one family and calls them and starts pressuring them to say that their kid something happened to their kid. So they interviewed the kid like two, three times. The kid said nothing ever happened. So then the detective, who was not a trained, you know, child investigator, like he's not, he was not to be the one who was supposed to be, he's, you know, not a social worker, not a, you know, not licensed to do this in any way. He comes in with his gun on his hip, like Mm -hmm. leading this kid with questions and like giving him questions like that he couldn't possibly answer them in a way that was, like, he was, like, did he make you put lotion on him one time or did he make you put lotion on him two times? Not, like, did he do it or did he not do it? You know, like, because the kid kept saying, like, nothing happened, nothing happened, nothing happened, nothing happened. And then they just beat this kid down to the point where he was just, like, uh, just started, like, agreeing to stuff. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So this kid, this 17-year-old kid, because that's what he was. He was a kid with his whole life in front of him, ends up going to jail, right? When it comes to the court time, the second kid recances, you know, when they get him on, like, to the prosecutors, ask him a question, you know, the kid's like, no, nothing happened, like, which was his original story to begin with. The first kid, you know, his story never really changes for the most part. So, you know, you think, okay, this, you know, something happened to this kid. Well, then you find out, like, that they never went to the house where they, you know, it was said to have happened. They never interviewed anybody else living in the house. There was another kid living in that house. Who's, it was the people, their actual son that lived there, who looked identical to this boy that was accused of it. Like, they could have been twin brothers, even though they weren't related. Yeah. Like, they, this they didn't they, – they accused this kid of it. He wasn't even living in that house at the time. He had moved out a month before. Oh, wow. Um, his lawyer was, like, not presenting him, like, with all the – like, you know, she wasn't looking for his alibi. She wasn't – you know, she wasn't pressing the issue that there was, you know, other people that could have done it. So he – once they send him to jail – You know, he finally gets another attorney, because they sentenced him to 25 years, day for day. No possibility of parole. And, wow, yeah, yeah. So, he comes out, and he has another trial. Well, he has to get a, like, a writ. It's basically, like, they, his new lawyer had to say, like, his first lawyer screwed him, and the investigation was bad because they went back and looked through all the tapes and stuff of this kid talking like describing what happened to him. he described perfectly the other kid that was living there's room, not this Greg that, that has been sitting in jail, accused of it. and they never went and like the investigation was off from the beginning and these and and even to this day the cops were like standing by. You know their investigation like we did everything we could and they're like no you definitely did not so this boy spent four years in prison then he gets out on bond when they say like okay they they had a hearing and said you know you were you didn't have a very good you didn't have good counsel the investigation was botched it's gonna have to go to like the court of criminal appeals and we'll go from there so for two years he's out on bond so for six years this now young man is like incarcerated either physically or mentally. Yeah. Only to be fully exonerated in the end because they were like, this is so effed up. Like he's like maintained his innocence like the whole time. Like they tried to give him in the beginning before they even started the trial, they offered to give him no jail time and so much time like 10 years probation and register as a lifelong sex offender if he would have just said he was guilty and he was like I didn't do it like I cannot plead guilty and just to not do any time in jail and still register as a sex offender for my whole life I didn't do this like you know maintained his innocence the whole time and it was just like it's so effed up that when they interviewed the detective that, like, botched the investigation, they were like, what do you think is the most important thing when there's, you know, a criminal investigation? And instead of saying, like, finding out the truth and what happened, he said a successful prosecution. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they never, they didn't ever care. Like, and the real effed up part is the guy that, the other kid that lived in the house that most likely did it but they can't it's been so long now there's no physical evidence anymore or you know all this other stuff while the dude that was in jail serving time for this was a he, while he was in jail the one that actually probably molested those kids or that kid raped a woman um and had like a couple other like sexual assault assault charge, charges brought up against him uh- so because those coughs didn't do their job in the beginning, he was out free to do it to multiple people for years. Wow. Right? Isn't that insane?
1: It's it's awful and it's all too common. That's the thing. And yeah. I, I guess, like, I feel like as a woman, it's not appropriate for me to say anything on the opposite side of all of the, you know, me too and sexual assaults is like a either you everybody did it or nobody did it is how right. everybody acts these days right and I and I'm like over that because not everybody did it as in this story you're just talking about right now right exactly and there's even stuff about like Tom Hanks out there like right now. oh like my god get I'm off. so
0: glad that you I literally have my, my my show notes here of things I wanted to talk about and in capital letters at the bottom of the page it says Tom Hanks <laughs>
1: I want a photo of you holding up your show notes. Oh, I'm totally there.
0: gonna put it on there. <laughs> so, because that's the thing, like shit is happening. There's real shit happening in the world. Children are being trafficked every day. Women, men, children are being sexually assaulted and raped. As a matter of fact, I looked up. I looked up some statistics today. Um, uh, through the the Rape Abuse and Incest National Network, seventy three every seventy three seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. And every nine minutes, one of those is a child. One in every six women in the United States is a victim of sexual assault or attempted sexual assault. And only five out of every 1,000 perpetrators end up in prison. So these are very real things going on in the world. And I see all these bozo morons on Facebook talking about how Tom Hanks is getting his Greek citizenship to escape the fact that he's mailing babies in boxes or something through Wayfair. Like, I can't even... I cannot, like, keep my brain wrapped around all these deep state theories that they've got. Like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: (laughs) Okay, so... All of it is a is a joke with that kind of shit because I understand the human brain is wired to look for patterns, which breeds conspiracy theories and such. Oh yeah. Okay, I get it, and I also understand that like there's a bunch of weird similarities and names of different shit on Wayfair. Like I totally get that. Yeah. And I can I can see how you can create a mountain out of a molehill there and whatever else, but. At the end of the day, do you just sit down and think to yourself, like, could this be true? What of this seems factual? What adds up, and what has been founded? And are you the freaking Columbo of the internet here, solving the Wayfair shit? Because there is no Wayfair shit, is what I'm thinking. From I this. even
0: saw. There's even a girl I know that is. She was like posting like old tweets of Sarah Silverman and Chrissy Teigen accusing them of being involved in this. Child oh my god! Ring? I was just
1: reading all that pedo shit of, of uh, Chrissy Teigen like making jokes and saying like I said you were a pedophile, so you wouldn't have to go where all those hot girls are. Yeah, <laughs> like that's funny.
0: Yeah, there and Sarah Silverman has is, is, has been known for her off color jokes. Like the
1: she's a vulgar person, and so yeah. for you to be like, oh yeah, she's vulgar in all these other ways. Like let's let's just stretch that buck a little bit farther, okay?
0: Yeah, like like let's let's really focus on you know the real stuff i mean look at like look uh, look at the hearings that were held when um dr christine ford testified against brett kavanaugh when they were trying to confirm him as a supreme court justice like this woman for years had been dealing with this she had talked to her therapist about the sexual assault. She had talked to her husband about the sexual assault. She never pressed charges. You know, she was like many women who, you know, just went away from the situation. They don't know how to process it in the moment. They don't, you know, they blame themselves. Whatever the situation is, and she was just coming out to say, "Listen, this is a lifetime seat, and there are lots of important decisions, life-changing, country-changing decisions that go through." the Supreme Court and this is the type of person you're dealing with and he got up there and showed his whole monkey ass crying and spitting talking about his frat brothers and this that and the other like and and the whole nation they were threatening her and saying she was making this stuff up like it was disgusting it was disgusting the way people in this country treated that woman for standing up and i'm sorry but let's say for a argument's sake that it wasn't true the fact that anybody could questionably accuse you of something like that there are enough people in this country that are qualified to do that job he kick them off the list right there were multiple and not it wasn't just her there was multiple women that came forward and said yeah he was a fucking creep
1: yeah
0: find somebody else you know like that that's crazy to me And I get the innocent
1: until proven guilty, but like when you're holding a prominent position or a position of power, then you can stay innocent until proven guilty, but you can't be in a position to continue to do harm if you are found guilty. So Mm -hmm. the fact that we keep leaving people in these positions is the biggest issue. Because if you're found to not be guilty, then like you reassume whatever. And it's kind of like we're going to put people who have done wrong and are known to be wrongdoers in many different avenues whether it's current events or previous events and we're going to put them on administrative leave and take them out of a position but we're not going to take anybody who's been accused out of position until we decide for sure mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense right Absolutely. like you don't leave the battered wife in the house until we're for sure that the broken jaw came from the husband right
0: right exactly you know exactly listen and I you know what I can say i can tell you that as a victim of sexual abuse i went through the gamut of emotions of of what that is to to be in that situation you know you you go through it it was it my fault you know that i should i should have made a better decision i shouldn't have been in that position i shouldn't have you know i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have drank too much i shouldn't have you know, been hanging out in this area, like whatever the, you go through that and then then you work through that and you're like, no, damn it, like it's not my fault. I didn't do anything to cause this, you know? And then you go through the phase of, you know, you don't want to trust anybody. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to let anybody back into that, you know, that position where you're like, can be hurt not only physically, but emotionally as well. Like it's, and they, you know, I don't know what the statistic is, but, you know, it's a very small percentage of women that are sexually assaulted that actually report it. And I can promise you that that woman that stood in that hearing, Dr. Ford, is one of the bravest people I know to stand there on television and tell her story of what happened to her. She wasn't doing that for fame. She was a, she's a medical doctor. Like, she was well enough. She on her own, she didn't want nor need the fame. And she sure as hell didn't want death threats because that's what she got. You know, nobody, I'm not saying there aren't people, there are these, you know, like random, like video girls that are talking about, oh, well, so-and-so was inappropriate with me. Like, just because you want attention or, you know, somebody to know who you are or whatever the case may be, like... There actually was a story that just came out in the news recently. Um, If you know... Well, you probably... So there's this rap group group called Migos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And... Oh, is there? (laughs) So... um, Offset is the one that's married to Cardi B. And then Quavo is kind of like the main guy. And he dates this rapper named Sweetie. Um, But the other guy, Takeoff... There was a report placed over the weekend I saw... Um, or maybe it wasn't placed over the weekend, maybe it's now just come to light, but they were at a party, this woman was there, she was invited by their DJ, it was like his house, she was under the assumption she was going there on a date with with the guy who lives there, the DJ. And when she got there, and she realized it was a party, she was kind of uncomfortable, and there was a bunch of women there trying to get on this dude takeoff, because he's like the big rapper or whatever. And she said to the guy who invited her, like, this was not, you know, what I thought I was coming here for. I thought this was just going to be you and I. I thought this was a date. Like, I'm not really comfortable. And he keeps approaching me and I'm not really into it. And he was like, okay, well, let's go, you know, over here to this part of the house. I'll take you. Like, we, we can sit and talk. And so they're like going up the stairs and the, the rapper is coming down and he was like, he got into a fight with the DJ, kind of like basically, like, I already told you I wanted her. And so the DJ, like, tells her, like, just go in the room. I'm gonna handle this out. I'm gonna, you know, like, handle this, work it out, and, like, I'll come in and see you, and, like, we'll discuss it. Well, apparently then, a, a little while later, the rapper comes in the room. He, like, tries to get on her. She's not with it. She asks him to stop, and he, like, forcibly, like, holds her down and forces himself on her. And... Then he just leaves the room. So she's now, like, in this state of, like, what just happened. And so she immediately, because, you know, these, these places are huge. These, like, enormous mansions these people live in. So she called the DJ and was like, where are you? Like, and explained to him what just happened. And I guess he just responded with, we'll go get in the shower. Yeah. Yeah and so she then went to the police and she went to the hospital and she you know had all the tests and everything done and and now and and she's filed her lawsuit as jane doe because she doesn't want her name out there you know she doesn't want the death threats and the craziness that ensues with you know yeah. accusing a celebrity of doing this and how how many times does that probably happen and it's probably the same way it's probably these people like i don't want People are going to think I'm a liar. They're going to think I'm after the money, or you know, and and they they're like it's just easier not to report it or say anything.
1: It, yeah, it's it's awful, and I will say the positive that came out of people coming forward. I mean, aside from people coming forward, um, is that those who it has happened to, or that it will happen to, they know the process of being able to file a complaint, to have documentation of what has happened, and, I mean, as a society, we know now all too well, like, don't take a shower, don't, right. you know, mm-hmm. like, call someone immediately, have a phone log of, like, the time that it, like, yeah. occurred, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, that's a, a shitty positive to take out of all of that, mm-hmm. and well, it's ta- hard,
0: Go ahead. It's,
1: it's just hard to think about how how these situations occur if you've never been in one. Right. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, I had a weird college experience. You were there for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, you don't want to say anything because it's not even like you're, you're like, Oh, I don't want to say anything. Cause I don't want to get that person in trouble or I don't want to say anything for X, Y, or Z. It's like, you don't want to say anything cause you don't want to be known as the person who like got got.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well and then like you have that situation like and you remember cuz you know we we go back this far like when that ha- when what happened to me happened I was woken up to the guy that I was seeing I wouldn't call him a boyfriend but the guy that I was seeing berating me and calling me names because of what happened and, you know, like, it was my fault, like, calling me, a, you know, calling me a whore or a slut. And I'm, like, just coming to, you know, trying to figure out myself what happened. And and then, you, you know, I'm in this situation, like, oh, my God. Like, I put myself in a situation where I got too drunk and didn't know what was going on. And I put myself in the situation that I invited, you know, people back to my house after the bar. And now, you know he's calling me names and I'm like, maybe he's right, you know? And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm just freaking out. Like, so you let people gaslight you into thinking that this shit is your fault. And it's not.
1: No, it's not. It, it's never your fault. It's, it's the same thing. Like, oh, you should have been wearing that or whatever. Like, it, right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, I could have made, made better decisions. Absolutely.
0: I absolutely made poor decisions. That didn't give anybody the right to put their hands on me in any no. way, shape or form. And, and then there it's was even- brave
1: of you to even bring it up or talk about your feelings. I mean, it doesn't matter how much father it is. We can be in our 70s having this conversation. It's not an easier conversation. It's like you f- you're, I know you're feeling like the feelings thinking about it, talking about it right now.
0: Yeah. I, I think that if one person that listens to this can be able to work through the feelings or talk to one person that they've never been able to talk to about a situation they've been through before, then, you know, uh, that then it's worth me bringing up, you know, my feelings and emotions to help one other person, you know, and if we're having these, these conversations and being more aware and, ha- and, and being able to work through it, then that's less hurt and pain and you know just weight and darkness that we're carrying through our life you know yes so i think that i think that would be my my message of the day you don't have to carry that around you're not crazy you're not wrong you didn't do anything wrong and and it's not just women it happens to men too it's it it, it i think we a lot of times we forget that that men can be victims of sexual assault as well so As children, as adults, don't carry that pain around with you. Talk to somebody, just get it off your chest. It's okay. There's always somebody that will be there to listen and just, you know, make you feel like you're lightening the load.
1: And with that, I think today's podcast is concluded. We will see you again next week. And there are resources out there for everybody. And don't hesitate to reach out to a friend. Everyone's a lot more understanding than you want to believe they are when you're going through something like this. Everybody stay safe.
0: Or even us. If You, if you don't have to know us from a can of paint. I, I will answer your message if you want to talk.
1: We're available 24-7 and we respond very quickly. Take care, everybody. Thank you. My kid's gonna go from being like however big she is now to like 10 pounds heavier because Mm -hmm. I just give her all this food in the trough to be quiet during the podcast.